Hello and welcome to the Online Arbitrage Podcast. Welcome to day six of your online arbitrage course. Today we're going to be talking about Amazon account health, suspensions and getting ungated. So in any business, things don't always go as smoothly as you'd like. You can have the best intentions, processes and tools in place, but something will always crop up and probably when you least expect it. So day five was the last day in terms of being ready to get your business off the ground and have the tools that you need to succeed. As your business grows, so will your experience and you'll start moulding them to fit your vision and getting into the nitty gritty of being a business entrepreneur. So your vision won't include potential account suspensions, listing removals or being blocked from selling in certain categories. But the brutal truth is that all three are likely to crop up for most sellers. It's rare, but as you grow your inventory and diversify it, you will increase your exposure to potential issues. So there are ways to reduce the chances of falling foul of any of Amazon's rules and regulations, and there are specific ways to respond to them if you do. So doing your homework and being aware of what you should be doing to stay active from the start will help. And today we're going to be doing a little bit of that homework for you and giving you a bit more information. So first of all, let's talk getting ungated in new categories and brands. So new sellers have millions of products available to them to sell. It's not possible to count all of the different listings on Amazon as new ones are added every minute. But there is a huge share available to all sellers. But Amazon don't make all categories available to new sellers. You need to build your reputation first. So as we think you should know by now, Amazon are a customer first business. The experience that the customer gets is priority number one. So it's not that Amazon don't care about their employees, their suppliers, their distributions or sellers, but they want their customers to keep coming back at almost any expense. And it makes sense because more customer reliant businesses would do well to put them first, I think. So what has that got to do with being gated in some categories and some good ones as well? So quite a bit. So first of all, there's building trust. Amazon need to know that you are a seller that they can rely on to sell what you say you are selling. There's the staying legal point. So you need to demonstrate that you're not selling counterfeit goods. Consistency. Amazon want to see you regularly replenishing your inventory and making regular sales to demonstrate that you're a serious seller. And also rewarding loyalty. So Amazon rewards sellers who keep a healthy account and grow sales on their marketplace. So all of these are focused on giving customers the best possible experience. So making sure that they get the goods that they order, that they are the real thing and they are what they've ordered and increasing that choice for customers. There's also an element of protecting brands and their reputation as you can be gated in certain brands, but ultimately it's about the customer. So how do you get ungated? Do you have to meet certain criteria? Will Amazon tell you? So it's not quite as linear as that, but there are things you can do. And first you need to establish if you can sell a product or in a category. So at the start of your sourcing, you'll almost certainly have tried to add a product and come across a screen where it says kind of apply to sell or not available. Simply put, if Amazon have gated you in a brand or a category, you'll be told it's not available to you or they'll give you the chance to apply. If you're new to online arbitrage, then you might be at the point that you're starting to build up your basic knowledge, your reputation and your account health. So at that point, move on and find other products that you can sell. Applying to sell can be a complex process for a lot of categories or brands. So it'd be advisable to kind of seek some help when you do. You'll need to have permissions from brands or have opened accounts with reputable wholesalers to prove that you're allowed to sell those items. And that in itself can be quite long winded. Amazon won't accept receipts or even invoices from retail stores to apply to sell a product. So it's important that you find trusted wholesalers who will supply you there are resources like get ungated um they offer you know to help you lift those category restrictions get ungated offer a, uh, offer a um 
a module of it's a course of different modules which will walk you through the process and get you ungated sooner the quicker you can get ungated the sooner you can benefit from selling more diverse types of products some of the categories you'll be restricted in at the start can be some of the most popular so it's definitely worth investigating how to go about getting ungated if you have BuyBot Pro, you'll also find out your eligibility to sell a product as soon as you start analysing a product rather than at the point that you're adding a product to your inventory. So you'll know before you even click on analyse if you're eligible. BuyBot Pro is customisable too, so you can display its features in any order you choose. By default, the dashboard is near the top because knowing if you can actually sell a product is a key factor, so most sellers will keep it there too. So first of all, if you're on, if you're not eligible... BuyBot Pro um, won't give you a a score, so they're preventing you from wasting time analysing it or prompting you to try and get ungated. Not so long ago, Amazon started restricting subcategories rather than whole categories. So this has made it a little bit more likely you'll be ungated in some of them as categories can include dozens of subcategories on Amazon. So they've given themselves a lot more flexibility. If you do see a red dot on BuyBot Pro, then you'll also spot the blue auto ungate button. Definitely give it a go whenever you see it. BuyBot Pro will check your Seller Central account and ask if Amazon are happy for you to sell in that subcategory or brand. And then within a blink of an eye, you'll get an answer. And more often than not, BuyBot Pro will produce that little bit of magic and you will be ungated. If you've been ungated by Amazon, you'll get a big green yes pop-up. Amazon will often ungate you in subcategories or at least be happy to if you ask as you build your account health. And the catch is they won't tell you. So BuyBot Pro prompt to ask you to ask in the quickest way possible and it's just a click of a button. If you don't get auto-ungated that time, then there'll be a link to apply in Seller Central if it's a product or category that Amazon will consider you for. If you choose to apply, you just need to follow the requirements set by Amazon carefully. Just read, make sure you're submitting exactly what they need. The likelihood is you'll be asked to provide a letter from the manufacturer or distributor or an invoice with at least 10 units on it. Proof of purchasing from a retail store won't pass the Amazon test, so remember they won't accept receipts or invoices from retail stores in an application to sell a product, so you need to find trusted wholesalers who will supply you. The golden rule is to follow the requirements to the letter and if they request more information, make sure you're comprehensive with your response. You'll realise after some dealing with Amazon support that straight to the point, factual, no emotion will make communicating with them much easier. If you do venture into ungating through wholesalers or brands, it would definitely pay to build a relationship. They could become valuable suppliers and you might find yourself being able to negotiate prices and terms and with brands potentially gain exclusivity in the long run. So now let's talk a bit about your seller account health. So you might wonder how you impact the customer experience given if you're fulfilling using FBA. Amazon are promising to do virtually all of the customer interaction. But sellers have an important role in Amazon's eyes and they monitor a variety of metrics to um, assess your account health. Maintaining a good account health rating is an important factor in being allowed to sell on Amazon. There are some key targets to meet and under the performance drop down in Seller Central you can access your account health screen. As an FBA seller, you'll only be concerned with the first two sections, customer service performance and policy compliance. The former has set targets, so they could be super e- they should be super easy to meet with the FBA model. The order defect rate, which impacts that section, is made up of three scores. You've got negative feedback, A to Z or Z, guarantee claims and chargeback claims. So Amazon are largely responsible for most of those two, but you can impact feedback and it can be useful to work on this. It can also help when competing with other sellers to have a decent number of customer feedback, but it's not a huge consideration. Customers are much more concerned with the rating of a product than the seller and will rarely see it, let alone consider it, but everyone likes good feedback. 
If you receive negative feedback that's related to the actual product or a step of the process you aren't responsible for, there is an appeal mechanism in place. Amazon are generally really effective at filtering these out and give good consideration to any that slip through. You might also receive messages from sellers through Seller Central. If these are related to the FBA service or the product, you can mark them as a response not needed, but make sure you do that within 24 hours. Amazon will deal with returns, deliveries and customer queries. If you aren't VAT registered, you may find you get messages requesting a VAT invoice, which you obviously can't provide. So make sure you communicate professionally in these cases and you could even offer to provide a non-VAT one. Business customers will require one and Amazon will prompt you when you have a business customer and you can upload the invoice in the order details page. Amazon state you need to remain below a 1% order defect rate, so less than one item per 100 in order to sell on their marketplace. If you stick to the rules and be careful to check all your products before you sell them, this is easily obtainable. The policy compliance section will be the one you might find yourself checking more regularly. Amazon will notify you if you contravene any of the policies that they have in place. Common, you know, It's common sense, most of the policies, but they do have the biggest bearing on your account health. Violating a policy doesn't always mean your account health will drop, but more than one and you might be putting your account at risk. There's a bar on your account health where it's kind of green, yellow and red and it will say which bit of that your account health is currently in and obviously you want to keep it in the good section, the green section. If your rating drops to at risk level, you'll be notified by Amazon and they make sure that you don't miss it. They will give you an opportunity to rectify the situation so make sure you try to do that swiftly, promptly. You should have made yourself familiar with the policies you have agreed to, but the key ones that will show up there in that section if you contravene them are intellectual property claims or IP claims, they're most commonly called, product authenticity, food and product safety, listing violations and restricted products. You may have done all of your due diligence and been selling a product already and then an IP claim or a product restriction might come up. There's a little jeopardy involved in selling known brands on Amazon as at any time they can claim their right to sell their products. But equally, a product may have slipped through the net or its status might change and it becomes a restricted item. You'll have to appeal these or you're likely to get an instruction to withdraw the item from your inventory too. For the health of your account, follow their instruction. If a listing's deactivated, if you follow Amazon's lead, you can appeal to have the violation removed, but you might find it stays on your account for 180 days. With IP claims, it can be worthwhile to reach out to the brand and if you assure them you've removed the listing and you won't sell their products again, they might withdraw the claim. If you have suspension safeguard with Buy Pro, they can also help to navigate this. If you need any help regarding kind of account health or any advice, just drop an email to help at getunsuspended.com and the team will be happy to help you. And obviously, as I said, if you have suspension safeguard, then they'll definitely be there on the other end of the line. Delivery performance is the third section in account health, but if you're an FBA seller, you'll rarely be responsible for this. If you're manually fulfilling orders, even if it's just on the odd occasion, you must obviously make sure that you adhere to the delivery schedule that you've committed to. You'll also be responsible for communication with customers, so we need to take more care over the order defect rate that I spoke about earlier. So account suspensions so there's no need to fret or worry about it constantly it's rare especially if you follow amazon's rules which are largely difficult to break they don't let you get as far as breaking them in the most part they invariably give sellers opportunities to rectify any issues before it gets to that point so if you do get the dreaded suspension email from amazon it doesn't necessarily mean it's the end the email from them will state something similar to your selling privileges have been removed 
no fun to receive, obviously, but first things first, check it's a legitimate Amazon email. You can get um, emails that appear to be from Amazon from time to time, but they're not. Log into your account and see if you have lost your selling privileges. It's usually quite obvious, a red banner at the top saying that your account's been deactivated. Carefully read the email. There may well be a time frame that you need to be aware of. And then the, f- the other thing that I'd say is don't respond straight back. So any communication is considered part of an appeal. You need to figure out what the issue is first. Think a bit about your response. Don't just kind of go in with an emotional response straight away. If you don't have access to a service that can assist you with this, you might consider finding one, such as Get Unsuspended. Um, if you head to getunsuspended.com, that will tell you all you need to know about the services that that team offer. They're always there on hand to give you help and advice and help you create a plan of action if you need one. In virtually all circumstances, you will need to create a plan of action or a POA as it's called. So in order to write one, you need to establish what's caused the suspension in the first place and why. So familiarise yourself with the policy that you have contravened in order to get the suspension in the first place. So once you have a comprehensive understanding of the issue, you need to write your appeal, so your plan of action. Things to consider when writing this is things like be succinct, don't waffle, you need to be kind of you know, kind of straight to the point. Don't write with emotion, as I said before. Include the facts, what, who did what and why it happened, what caused that violation. Take responsibility for any wrongdoing and be specific in methods that you've put in place to ensure that it doesn't happen again. If you feel you're being dealt with harshly, then you need to set that aside and consider what Amazon want to hear. Address all of the issues that Amazon have kind of listed or pointed out and the policy in question and have a routine to action that will assure them you won't re-offend. Everything goes back to the ethos of Amazon that the customer experience is the number one priority. So consider that when you're writing it too. They want to make sure sellers live up to the expectations of Amazon and their customers. If you have Bible Pro, you might have signed up for suspension safeguard with your subscription. This is provided by Get Unsuspended, who, as I said, are specialists in dealing with Amazon account suspensions and deactivations. With this, you'll have access to proven templates for your plan of action, extensive information about managing a variety of suspension reasons, as well as one-to-one expert help. Get Unsuspended also offer their services standalone. So if you haven't taken out suspension safeguard, you can reach out to them and they will offer assistance or even handle the whole process for you. They are the experts in this and have a really high success rate, even offering a money back guarantee with some packages if you aren't reinstated. There's two options if you don't have suspension safeguard called suspension assist and suspension pro. And as I said, you can find out all of the information about them if you head to getunsuspended.com. If you follow Amazon's policies and rules and react quickly when they flag any issues with your account, you shouldn't find yourself involved in a suspension appeal. There is professional help out there though if you do, so invariably it pays to use it. Speaking Amazon's language is key in dealing with any suspension and get unsuspended have years of experience doing exactly that. So selling on Amazon is not as scary as I've made it sound today. With the right help, getting ungated in more subcategories is easy and the number one way to grow your online arbitrage business. So whether you study, um, you know, getting ungated with Get Ungated in their course or chance your arm when Bible Pro offers you auto ungate, it's always a really good moment when you open another door to more profit. So along with the previous six days, keep this one tucked away in your folder. 
We hope you obviously don't need to listen to most of it again because you won't come across the issues, but there is help out there if and when you do. So now you have an understanding of some of the stumbling blocks you might come across dealing with Amazon, you're in really good shape to press on and build a really great growing business. Don't forget to join our Facebook groups at Buybot Pro and Profit Protector Pro and tell us how you're getting on. If you have any questions still, pop on there and ask. I'll be back with day seven to cover most of the popular questions new sellers ask when they've got the ball rolling. If you've missed any of the previous days on the online arbitrage podcast, be sure to catch up with the invaluable information that this online arbitrage course can offer. Thank you for listening and I'll speak to you soon. The Online Arbitrage Podcast.